Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire. Spring deals at Ross will have you saying, it's a yes for me. Say yes to trending looks like tube tops, dad shorts, and mini skirts for less than online, or vintage tees and beach shorts for a weekend getaway. With all the styles to choose from, there's a yes around every corner. Because saving money and looking good is what you do. It's a yes for you and your bank account. Hit up Ross for your certified yes for me moment. The truth is, like, I have to take care of my own internal well-being. Only I can. Only I know if I'm doing okay or not doing okay. Mm -hmm. And I can't do that scrolling social media Mm -hmm. or running errands or hanging out with other people. And I have to withdraw for 30 minutes at minimum a day Mm -hmm. and check in with myself. You're listening to She with Jordan Lee Dooley a personal development podcast for the everyday woman. Come invited, leave ignited. Here's your host, Jordan Lee Dooley. Hey, Sasha, welcome to She. Hi, I'm super excited to be hanging out with you today. Uh, me too. Uh, this has been quite the journey we've been on together. We've had some technology <laughs> issues. We are starting over recording, but you are a good sport and rolling with it. So I appreciate the, the patience. You guys, technology is hard sometimes. But Sasha, we're going to dig into all things burnout and wor- finding work-life balance, setting some boundaries. It's going to be really good. I'm really excited. I've already gotten a little preview since we started recording. But before we dive in too much, can you share a little bit of your background just so that we have a little context? as we dive in? Yeah. So I'm a physician. I'm a cardiac anesthesiologist and professor at the University of Nebraska Medical Center. And I have four kids. And I found myself about five years ago in a place of severe career and life burnout where I just wanted to quit everything and walk away. Mm -hmm. And after about a year of putting myself back together, I realized that I was quite lonely. So I started a small group that became about 20,000 women. And I now uh, have a book and lead courses and conferences and such for women who are facing career burnout. That's awesome. That's awesome. I love how you took your own experience and your own pain point with this and turned it into something for others. That's awesome. Okay. So you mentioned that you've personally experienced burnout in your life. Can you just highlight maybe just for us to get started, what signs might we see when we're beginning to experience burnout? How can we identify that that's what we're experiencing? Great question. So it's very different than being stressed or being stressed out or having anxiety or depression. Burnout is an actual um, kind of functional like dysfunction in your mental and physical state that typically has three common symptoms. One is you depersonalize. You depersonalize yourself and other people. You just lose empathy. Mm. And then the second is you have complete emotional exhaustion. Mm. And the third is you typically have cynicism. And so burned out people are very disengaged. Mm. They're not the hyper-focused, hyper-stressed person who's over-engaged and over-functioning. But burned out people are so empty that they might not even be able to smile at you when they pass you in the hallway. Wow. That is such an interesting way to say it because I would think that the burned out person is the person who's like frazzled and, you know, like just on all, like burning on all cylinders and going and going. But to me now what you're saying, it sounds like 
the burnout person is the person who's past that stage, who's like completely yes. crashed. You're a hundred percent right. And, and they're a person who is at a dangerous place because they're, they've withdrawn. Mm. So because they're so tired mentally and physically, their body is telling them to just shut down and like hibernate and mm. save all energy. So what do they do? They withdraw from relationships. They withdraw from friendships. They withdraw from community in the workspace. And they might be misinterpreted as either being angry mm. because they're cynical or lazy because they're withdrawing, mm. but they might just be actually completely burned out and not sure how to ask for help. Yeah. Wow. Do you think burnout can happen um, not only from being overworked, but also from like trauma or grief or things in our life that emotionally burn us, like really drain us? Yes. So, you know, relationship conflict, loss of a friendship, health problems, obviously like things like divorce or miscarriages or just grief of, of a friendship, or maybe you've lost a job that you're grieving. Certainly in 2020, we have a lot of grief and trauma. Um, all of those things can lead somebody to be completely emotionally burned out. And we as women tend to be, we have more emotional expectations from others than men do. Mm -hmm. So we tend to walk in our room and people expect us to emotionally engage with them. If not, we're kind of labeled cold or, mm. or rude. And so we actually extend even more emotion than men to check in with people. And that leaves us always vulnerable to be emotionally empty when we are burned out because we've given so much to other people because we have that expectation as women that that's what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to like walk in a room and make people feel better. Right. And if we don't, something's wrong with us. And mm. so we have to really recognize that it doesn't just come from like too many projects at work. It can come from a lot of different things. Wow. That's a really good way to put it. And I think it allows us to I, like validate and identify when we're in that state. I've experienced it, I would say in both situations personally, both work as well as walking through hard things in life that just totally tap you out to the point where you're like, I don't even care. And that's so unlike my personality. And that's when I can start to identify I think mm -hmm. I'm just emotionally tapped because typically I would be like, cool, let's do something, you know? So right. um, yeah, that's great. Okay. Really helpful. Okay. So here's something I would love to know. You talked a little bit about, you know, not even being able to smile at someone in the hallway and just kind of being disengaged. Can you talk about the physical component and explain what's happening in your body when you experience burnout? So when you're experiencing burnout, it starts in your brain and your brain is like, I don't have any more energy. I, I literally don't have mm -hmm. energy to send one neuron to another neuron. Yeah. So your, it, mm -hmm. your brain is telling your body shut down, like mm -hmm. shut down and energy save. So that looks like going home and not going to, the, to work out or not going on that walk you take your, with your dog at night or going home and numbing, like going to your room and not even be able to engage with your kids or talk to your husband at dinner or your spouse at dinner. Like somebody asks you, how was your day? And you're like annoyed that they're even talking mm -hmm. to you because your body is saying the brain needs energy. And the only way I'm going to give it energy is if I just shut down. And mm -hmm. so you end up like feeling really unhealthy because you stop doing things to increase your endorphins, like exercise or talk to people or go outside in the sun and it's like, then it becomes this negative cycle that you you're, you start feeling down on yourself and, and then you feel worse burnout. Wow. That is crazy how much it can just take over your life. You know, it's not even mm -hmm. just like, oh, I'm tired. It's like, it can totally disrupt your life and your relationships and everything. So if someone is experiencing burnout, what are some first steps that they could take be once they recognize like, whoa, this sounds like me, or this sounds like, you know, something I'm experiencing. What are some first steps they could take toward a healthier way forward? 
So I write about this in my book, Between Grit and Grace. I talk about my own journey of burnout and I talk about how the first thing you need to do is you need to spend routine time with yourself. But when you say that to someone who's burned out, they're typically like completely overwhelmed and they look at you like, that's crazy. And I say, you need three days emergently, take three days. Like if, if, if you were on the verge of physical collapse, anybody or sick, anybody would tell you to take three days off work, right? right? But right. But this is just as equally dangerous to a human being. And you need to take three days off emergently and do what I call like bunny slipper life. Mm. Walk through life with bunny slippers. Don't do, don't run. Don't be fierce. Don't go anywhere. Don't help anyone. Help yourself. And what happens in those three days is you don't, your life doesn't suddenly get better. All your problems disappear. Your to-do list is gone. Mm. But you take your own wellness pulse Mm. and you start gaining clarity because you rest for a few days of what is going on in my life that I have overcommitted to? What am I doing that brings me no joy that I need to get rid of, that I need to scratch off the list? And what? where is myself, my time with myself? Where did it go? Mm. It's like taking your vitals yeah. and you have to do that. And you have to do it when you're at your lowest point, because otherwise you just keep going and then all of a sudden you've developed a substance abuse problem or you're depressed or you have severe anxiety or you've lost relationships or your marriage is a wreck. So it's so important that you take time with yourself and you check in with yourself during that time. That's good. So good. Okay, let's talk about preventative maintenance here for just a second. When someone is not currently experiencing burnout, what are some practical things we can do to help maintain more of a work-life balance and set our priorities so that we don't burn out? How can we set boundaries in our work life and what would that look like day to day? I think it's really important because everybody's boundaries are different and it's important that we respect that and you actually think about what burns you out. So for me, I'm an extrovert. I love to work. I could work 24-7 and be happy, but it burns me out. So I have to set boundaries around email and text messages. This Mm. is something that I have learned I have to do. And I have to just say, when I shut my computer I don't go start working on my phone, Mm -hmm. on email and text. Mm -hmm. Um, And if somebody texts me at night and they need help, I don't have to respond. Like that, that is a, you know, when when you're in the helping profession as you and I both are, Mm -hmm. there's, there's so many people that need help. And it's really easy for me to think, well, I'm being a good person if I respond to this text, but mm-hmm. we don't actually have to respond to text messages and, e- and emails at night or weekends or when we're done w- with work. I mean, yeah. we have to set boundaries around that. So I've actually moved email off my home screen on my phone because I know if I see it, I'll want to engage. So it's on the last screen. I have to like scroll through swipes <laughs> to get yeah. to it. And I just am really clear about not answering, feeling like I have to answer every text message or every email at at night. I just, Mm. I can't do it for my own sanity and for my family too. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That's good. With two little kids, I do most of my shopping online now, but it can be so hard to shop for things like clothes online because I never know if I'm getting good quality until it arrives. The game changer, upgrading to high quality, affordable pieces from Quince. Now I have luxury essentials that transition from one occasion to the next, and I stayed on budget. Quince has so many options to choose from, like 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters for $50, organic cotton sweaters, washable silk tops, and timeless 14 karat gold jewelry. The best part? All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. 
And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. One of my favorite items from Quince is the silk pajamas I got. They are so high quality, a luxury pajamas, but not at a luxury price tag. And I just feel like they don't even compare to some of the other pajamas that I have bought online or that I've bought um, just at various different stores. And like these are incredible. <laughs> Indulge in affordable luxury by going to quince.com slash she for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's quince.com slash she to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash she. Everything's changing so fast these days, and that's a great thing. I mean, back in my day, we were lucky if we could get one video to load on our desktop computer. But now there's the Xfinity 10G network. That means the fastest internet with faster speeds rolling out every day and internet that can power a house full of devices at once with ultra low lag. So while one person streams a movie from their room, another can play video games in the basement while another TikToks in the kitchen. It's the next generation 10G network only from Xfinity. The future starts now. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary and not guaranteed. Thrive Market is a go-to for all your grocery and household essentials, and the convenience of getting everything online then quickly shipped to your doorstep is a huge time saver. Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods. They restrict hundreds of ingredients across their food and cleaning categories, and you can use their on-site filters to suit your lifestyle needs. Whether you're looking for organic kid snacks, low-sugar alternatives, or gluten-free pantry essentials, you can curate your own shopping experience with just a few clicks. And when you shop Thrive Market, you are also helping a family in need with their one-for- one membership matching program. You join and they give. I use Thrive Market every single month. I get our dish detergent, dish soap, and various other just basic household essentials that are low-tox and non-tox ingredients. And it is the easiest way to get all of my favorite clean items sent right to my door at an affordable price, I should add. Join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. Go to thrivemarket.com slash she for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash she. Thrivemarket.com slash she. The South Dakota Stories, Volume 5. South Dakota seemed like the perfect place to unplug, but I ended up connecting to the world around me. A world where each sunset was painted, where I felt adventures pulse with every step, and where cold water trickling, pine swaying, and grunting bison became my favorite soundtracks. I just wish I didn't have to leave. There's so much South Dakota, so little time. One thing that I think you just mentioned that is so wise is the idea of we've tried to create device boundaries in our household. Like at this time, we turn off our devices or we don't have it in our rooms. But I hadn't thought about how easily work can leak into from when you close your laptop to, okay, I'm just going to pick it up on my phone and open Slack Mm -hmm. or open email. And how that can just, you know, you can be sauteing your food and be trying to text at the same time. And it's like, (laughs) you know, you're not actually present doing either of them very well, you know, and (laughs) I really love that. That's something I want to try to implement more because it's really just become a year of intentional focus for for me when it comes to personal life and work and just defining priorities and taking massive action um, to really align the way you live with the priorities that you would list, right? And 
I think sometimes we can say these are our top priorities, but then the device or the phone or the chimes and the notifications and the emails start to kind of leak into those things and you're only half there. So I really love that suggestion, that idea. Um, I'm going to try that. But okay, a couple other quick questions. The next one would be if someone is feeling overwhelmed and just starting to feel like they're kind of on the edge of burnout, they're super stressed, work is putting a ton of demand on them to the point where it's almost not healthy what are some strategies that they can use to have the difficult conversation with their boss or their manager or their overseer? Great question. And so important because most managers want you or your boss want you to come to them Mm -hmm. before you burn out because burnout is very costly for companies. And so basically you're paying someone who's not engaged, right? Mm -hmm. Or, or they're quit and you lose a huge, a great employee. So the big thing is to have confidence in yourself that your boss wants to know what they can do to optimize your health and well-being. And Mm -hmm. so go in there with three things, you know, Mm -hmm. that's what I tell people, like, don't go in there with like, oh my gosh, I I can't do this. I can't do that. Just go in there with three, three, like clear areas that you need help in, or you need to postpone or put off and say, I have, you know, 10 things I'm trying to achieve. I really want to achieve these five things. So I'm going to put these three things on hold and I'm going to get, I'm going to give these other two things to someone else because then it's the conversation of you want the best of me and I want the best of me. I want to stay here. I want to do this work, but I'm really struggling. Your boss wants to know that you may think they don't, but they actually do because Mm -hmm. you're important to them. You're an asset to them. Mm -hmm. So I think we have to reframe it and realize that all of us can't go through seasons in our careers or our home life where we approach burnout or we do burnout. It's really natural to to be on that path. The biggest thing you can do is recognize it and go the other direction and ask for help. Mm. Like it's, it's powerful to ask for help and it doesn't, it's not a sign of weakness. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for saying that. That's good. Okay, here's another thing. Now, on the topic of asking for help, let's talk about delegating a little bit too. I think this is really in tandem with the conversation about boundaries and balance and all of that. And so, I mean, I don't know about you, but sometimes I feel like I'm the only one who can do the job well. Um, And I think we all can Mm -hmm. believe that lie sometimes when we're used to knowing how to do something or we've been doing it for so long. And as a result, though, sometimes we don't delegate our work and we end up with way too much on our plate. So how could we address that belief and really move to a place where we're are okay and comfortable with outsourcing tasks. So what does that look like both in our work and our personal life? So I love this question because I was actually just talking to my boss today about this mm-hmm. at my at the hospital um, where I work because we were talking about how there's just some things that only we can do best. And, you know, so two things can be true at once. There, there may be something that only Jordan can do best, but that doesn't mean Jordan should be doing it. Right. Mm-hmm. So I have this 80% rule in my own life where if, if I know that someone else can do it at 80%, I let them do it. If it's, Mm -hmm. if I'm burning out, I let them do it. Or if I'm super stressed or overwhelmed, I let them do it because it's, it's silly to, it's also, it feeds your ego Mm -hmm. when you think that you, and you start to believe that rule that you created that only I can do this. Actually, that's really not true. Mm -hmm. There's very few things in life that only you can do. And what you're doing is you're like feeding your internal ego, which is so unhealthy. Mm -hmm. And it just, that's why we end up burned out. So Mm -hmm. I have a rule that like, okay, I have to write this social media post and I could probably write it and make it super awesome. But my assistant could do an 80% job or this other person could do 80% of what I would probably do. 
that's good enough. Like, that's yeah. probably okay. It's not, is that 20% really going to save someone's life? No. Mm-hmm. So why am I doing that? So right. I think it's, it's the same with, you know, organizing a room or something like I like, I could go in my kid's room and make it look amazing, but they can make it look 80%. Why would I not just mm-hmm. let them do that? You know? Right. right. Yeah, that's so good. I've heard that principle before. And I think it's one of those things where it's almost it takes discipline to not micromanage the 20% that isn't exactly how we would do it, right? Or something that I I don't know if you've seen how this can be beneficial. But even when it comes to delegating, I have found that the clearer I can be up front by providing either examples or even like a full, like one time I created a full written guide that was like, this is exactly what it needs to look like, right? Because a lot of times where we, like I would run into challenges is like, okay, the concept is great. It's not quite meaning how I want it to come across, right? Or whatever. And so there would be times where I would literally create like a guide and I would sit there and go through every detail so that I could think through what are the things that I've noticed aren't working quite how I want, where it feels more like it's 70% rather than 80. Um, and and I've, I've just had to learn like get super clear so that you can let go. Because if you're kind of communicating here and there, or you're giving little bits and pieces of feedback, but you've never really given someone some clear like direction. I think that's mm-hmm. where a lot of that frustration comes in. And then that's where you can end up micromanaging. And so once I did that, I really started to notice a change. And sometimes it really just does come down to getting really clear up front. So I love, I love that. that. Okay, Very last true. last question here um, is more about just taking care of ourselves. I mean, really, that's an important part of addressing burnout. And I'm curious, what does that look like? How does taking care of ourselves and really prioritizing, you know, rest and routine and rhythms and self-care, um, what does that look like? And how can we start making it a regular part of our daily routine or our rhythms in our life rather than this like bonus thing where it's like once a year I'm going on vacation and that's when I'm going to rest? Yeah. And, you know, it's so funny because when I'm burned out and I get to vacation, I'm like, worthless on vacation. Yeah. I'm no fun to my family. Like, and I've learned that, like I have to actually be present on vacation and not burned out. Like that's not your mm. prescription for burnout. Right. Mm. Um, so one of the things that I do and I teach women to do in my classes is you have to have time with yourself every day. You have to. Mm. And I write about this in the book. It was so eye opening for me. I used to think, you know, 30 minutes alone was so selfish and I should be slaying or hustling or doing writing or making something or spending time with my kids. And Mm -hmm. the truth is like, I have to take care of my own internal well-being. Only I can, only I know if I'm doing okay or not doing okay. Mm -hmm. And I can't do that scrolling social media Mm -hmm. or running errands or hanging out with other people. And I have to withdraw for 30 minutes at minimum a day Mm. and check in with myself. Mm. And it's hard, but once you start to automate it, it's like, it becomes so vital. It becomes like brushing your teeth or any other thing that you do that you don't think about doing every day. Mm. And you can set boundaries in your house where you teach people. Like I have a little chair that I sit, a love seat that I sit on and everybody in my family knows, like if I'm sitting there, I'm having my time. Like, mm. don't talk to me. Mm. That's good. <laughs> you know? I love that. So <laughs> I can, you, it used to be my pantry. I would sit in there and eat like Oreos <laughs> and lock myself in the pantry. But now it's a little love seat. So that you, is you can great. teach others. Yeah. yeah. No, I love that. It's true. I think creating, I, that makes me feel better about myself too, because I'm kind of a homebody and I, I recharge by being alone. And sometimes I'm like, am I being rude? You know, but I, I do need <laughs> no, that time. Being and, healthy. Yeah. And then I'm able to go back into my relationships and be a little bit more 
lively and engaged. And so it ends up being the best thing. And I need to do it more regularly than just when I'm like, all right, I'm tapped out. I need to go have my alone time. So I love that a suggestion that's super helpful and very practical, something we can all do every day. Um, Okay. I don't want to take a whole lot of your time, but what I would love to know, can you just share where everyone can learn more from you if they are burned out, if they are on this hamster wheel and just really struggling when it comes to finding balance and setting boundaries and avoiding burnout and being proactive and just really feeling stuck and weary, where can they learn more from you? Where can they get your book? Tell us all the things. (laughs) So you can get my book anywhere books are sold called Between Grit and Grace, The Art of Being Feminine and Formidable. And it's really a workbook for you to go through and figure out your own authenticity and your own time for yourself. Mm. And you can find me at my website, Become Brave Enough. I'm also on Insta at Become Brave Enough. Mm. So good. Awesome. Well, Sasha, thank you so much for your time and everything that you've shared with us and the wisdom you've poured out and practical steps. It's been so helpful. It's challenged me, honestly. I'm going to implement some of your (laughs) suggestions. I'm really excited. You guys go check out her book. And um, yeah, just thanks so much for being here. It's been such a blessing. Thank you. And thank you for all you do to empower and encourage others. Thank you. I'd love to hear from you. It makes me so happy to see you tuning into this show. So if you're on Instagram, let me know what your favorite part of the show was by taking a screenshot of the episode you've tuned into and share it on your story. Tag me at Jordan Lee Dooley and tell me what your favorite quote or takeaway from today's show was so that I can see what's helping you and even feature what you share. This keeps me inspired and encouraged to keep creating new content And it's a great way to share something that your friends might love too. I can't wait to see you in Instagram world, my friend. Thanks for tuning in. To learn more about the She Podcast or to get involved in Jordan's growing community, visit jordanleedooley.com. Thanks for joining in today. Until next time, remain committed to intentional choices that refine your heart, faith, health, and work because your story is much too important to settle for anything less. Everything's changing so fast these days, and that's a great thing. I mean, back in my day, we were lucky if we could get one video to load on our desktop computer. But now there's the Xfinity 10G network. That means the fastest internet with faster speeds rolling out every day and internet that can power a house full of devices at once with ultra low lag. So while one person streams a movie from their room, another can play video games in the basement while another TikToks in the kitchen. It's the next generation 10G network only from Xfinity. The future starts now. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary and not guaranteed.